You know, we're trying our best to like not be no, so programmy. No, no, no. I, I just wanted to do that on purpose to kind of get your reaction. Uh, <laughs> guys, I'm this is like, episode three. Yeah, episode three, guys. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to do this as a programmy nah, thing. Nah, but nah. I was kind of trolling you just there. Because he was just all like, all right, one, two, three. And I'm like, hi. <laughs> no, but uh, for this one, we actually did do a little bit more diving into what we're going to say. We just don't want to go in without biblical knowledge as well. We yeah. want to provide something that's, you know, steady. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the rock. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. But um, let's talk about our week. So we always like to start off every single episode with um, how has God been good to you this week or what did you learn? Yeah. So. And if this is your first time here, uh, thank you for dropping by. Oh, yeah, if you're a continual, <laughs> If you're a continuous subscriber, Thank you for following. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. I mean, last episode was a little crazy. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it was very whew, emotional roller coaster for sure. So um, yeah. if you guys haven't checked it out, it was real. It was yeah. real, guys. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> but um, okay, so something I am grateful for this week. You know, we recently started um, a Bible study mm-hmm. and we've been learning a lot, but Prior to that, you know, I have just been on this like hunger and thirst to like know more about God and know just just go deeper into his word. Right. And it's been going so good. I just feel like I have learned so much and I'm just so grateful for how that has been going and how I feel like my knowledge is increasing, obviously, but also just my connection and what God wants us to learn from him. I'm grateful for this season of in our life, you know, where we're learning the word, but we're getting to like also sit down, be honest and having this podcast. Like it's just been such an awesome time. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I'm grateful for. Cool. Um, <laughs> it's a, to add on to that, actually, if anybody's interested, um, we, we use a Bible study tool. It's, uh, it's Bible study mm-hmm. So if you guys are interested, this is not a sponsored video, uh, <laughs> but if you guys are interested, that's what we use. I mean, yeah. I, you get definitions there. There is a, a subscription that you can pay for and it dives in deeper with commentary and stuff like that. But, uh, the basis of the website is actually pretty good uh, on its own without yeah. the subscription. Yeah. Uh, so check that out. I'll, I'll even put it at the you know, the description. Yeah. 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 Uh, but for me, you know, what I'm grateful for is I, I titled it spiritual freedom Mm -hmm. and really what it is, is being able to talk about what we spoke about in episode two. Uh, it was actually freeing, you know, this, a lot of people didn't know, you know, why we broke up and I held that in. I kept that in to myself. You know, a lot of people didn't know what I was going through behind closed doors, you know, Um, I had a lot of moments where I had a lot of bad attitude and I was just angry all the time and stuff like that. And a lot of times, you know, it's stuff like that, that really without you knowing it impacts you. Yeah, for sure. You know, so it was really, it was really nice to be able to talk about it. I mean, at one point you were like, is this something I want to talk about? Yeah. I, I almost, you know, there was a, there was a blank moment and it was a face, like I had a blank expression in my face. It's like, Am I really about to do this? I don't think I'm ready for this. Yeah. And I was I was literally about to just stop this whole stop thing recording. and just walk out the room. I mean, we all go through <laughs> moments, you know, and it's it's hard in general to talk about bad decisions in life. It's hard to not show the highlight reels, right, of like your life. Um, but it's real. Yeah. And you know, you you will 
hopefully be blessing someone else in sharing your story and being and and that's the whole point of this right is to be able to share our experiences and to hopefully speak to other people and kind of relate but also how to help you in a sense like go to the next step yeah you know and that's just what this whole thing is about you know god using imperfect people yeah so before we continue, <laughs> we have our mugshot of the day. Mugshot of the day. Mine already has lipstick. It'll probably always have lipstick. <laughs> Yours is what? The friends mug? Mine is friends. But on the other side, it says we were on a break. <laughs> it's very themed to what we're talking about today. Actually, actually it, it it is. Yeah. It, yeah. I would say it yeah, is themed. Yeah. <laughs> and mine says all I care about is dogs and maybe two people. Yeah. So I want to say that's themed as well. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, what are we talking about today? So today we are going into toxic relationships. Oof. I almost said toxic friendships, but we kept going back and forth. Yeah. Because it's toxic relationships because this isn't only friendships. This yeah. is relationships, period. I feel like that's something that we hear a lot about also on social media, right? About toxic friendships and this, this and that. But we don't actually dive in deep into it. Until talking, talking about toxic, social media is toxic. I mean, that's that's a whole other thing. Anyway, you know? <laughs> we don't dive deep into we it. Don't, we don't dive in too deep with like, okay, what exactly is toxic behavior? And like, what do we do about it? And what does the word say about this? So that's yeah. kind of like, you know, what we really want to talk about today. And um, I actually have a... Bible verse to add on to that before we get into all of this. Yeah. Um, it is in, let me find it real quick. It is in Proverbs 13, 20. Let me scroll down. I wish I would have had this already set here. Anyway, so it says, walk with the wise and become wise for a companion of fools suffers harm. Mm-hmm. So what do you, what do you feel like when you first hear that? What does that tell you? Honestly, do you become a reflection of who you're with? Yeah. You know, we said it in the first podcast. No, was it the first one? No, I think it was the second one. But we said it in one of our podcasts, <laughs> and it was, tell me who your friends are, and I'll tell you your future. Uh, that was the first one. That was the first yeah, one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and, and that's another version of the same thing. Yeah. You know, walk with wise people, you'll become wise. Yeah. Walk with foolish people, and all you're going to do is just harm yourself. It, it's funny because we, like we said this month, we're studying a lot about the book of Proverbs. And so when we we said, like, oh, let's talk about, like, toxic relationships, you know, it's just, I was saying it's funny how, like, God is, like, aligning everything together. Because here we are, you know, studying a book that's telling us a lot about who you surround yourself with and fools, right? People mm-hmm. who who decide to, like you know, not go the wise way. Um, so for me, I feel like, I mean, you, you basically, you know, hit the nail on the head. Right? Oh, okay. is, that, is that the way you say it? Hit the hell up. It, whatever, you know, you get it. All right. I don't have to explain myself, but uh, he was pinpoint. All right. Um, but yeah, it's true. It's like your circle will always really define who you are. Have you had a toxic experience though? Like, uh, let's say, you know, we've all, we've all had our friends, right? But have you had a moment where you could identify maybe a toxic friend or toxic groups that you've been in? Um, yeah, I mean, we talked a little bit about it on our second episode where, you know, after that, 
part where we broke up, I was definitely surrounded by people who were not of good influence. They were just kind of, uh, I received all the wrong advice, the wrong ways on how to handle certain situations. And it was just, it was an unfortunate moment because it's like, sometimes you hold people so close to you and sometimes you see nothing wrong with them. But then when you really take a step back and you're like, are these people actually helping me? Are they helping me go forward? Are they helping me go closer to my relationship with God? For the most part, I, I would say most of my friends that were really close to me, um, even when I was younger and not so close with God, they knew that I went to church and that I was Christian and all of that. Um, but despite this, but despite of that knowledge, it's like they still would try to influence me the wrong way. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, those were just some examples of like toxic people that I've had in my life. And I had to cut them off, unfortunately, because they just they weren't doing good to me and they didn't have interest in having the same kind of lifestyle that I did. I mean, I think we all kind of go through moments where we ourselves can become toxic or we have people that kind of bring us down. But have you had any kind of experiences of your own that you were like, uh, yeah, this person I had to cut off or, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. I mean, I've had mine, but before I move on to that, I actually got a verse that came up to my head. It was actually a verse in Proverbs that we read during our study. Uh, Proverbs chapter four, verse 16, for they cannot rest until they do evil. They are robbed of sleep till they make someone stumble. And the only reason why I bring that up is because you were saying how, you know, although they knew you were Christian, they still, you know, they still try to get, bring you along. They still try to drag you and they get fed off of that stuff. They, yeah. they love it. You yeah. get me? It's like, oh, you know, like, yeah, they were Christian, but they'd be doing that stuff like us. And a lot of times it's, it's cause they want to feel good about what they're doing. Yeah. It's almost like an accomplishment. I mean, just in general though, like uh, as a, you know, as a Christian, we, I feel like we're probably tempted the most and tried the most and also like magnified like through binoculars like what are they doing like you know so yeah. it's it's definitely a tough walk and it'll be even tougher if you're surrounded by people who aren't helping you out yeah i was always down to do certain stuff but i wasn't always influenced i, I wasn't always easily influenced to do like i wasn't a party guy i wasn't really into drugs or anything like that i mean we started really young so we kind of uh, took ourselves out of that. We didn't give ourselves that opportunity. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately I started thinking about it. I'm like, yo, I had a lot of moments where I was pretty toxic. Yeah. You know, I had a lot of moments where, you know, I would tell somebody, I would influence somebody to do something that would harm them. And I'd probably get a laugh out of it. Unfortunately, I'm not like Aww. that now. I mean, you get me? But it was just, it was, it was funny to see. You were that friend, huh? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm it kidding. was, it's, oh God. <laughs> no, but it, it sucks though, because it's, you know, I started thinking about myself, started thinking about what I used to do. I would, you know, I would be pretty toxic in the sense of I make fun of people a lot and mm. I was judgmental and You're whatnot. You're the bully. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'd Let get me a, stop. Let I'd me unfortunately stop. get a kick out of it. Oh my God. You know, but yeah, I'm not like that now. Yeah. Um, Within my own friends, we kind of crack on each other, but it's not like that. You know, yeah, like yeah. at the end of the day, I'm not tr out there to harm you. Yeah. I mean, I feel like when you're really close with someone, I, I mean, that's just the thing. You roast yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah. You, like we, I mean, especially with our family members, like we roast each other on a daily, but it, it all is stemming from like a place of love, Yeah, you know? But um, I mean, I think at some point we all have, 
things in our lives or personality traits that are still developing and sometimes can come across as toxic or just have had moments where you didn't really necessarily have a good intention and then that can kind of you know make you come across as a toxic person you know i mean there's a bunch of things that can one of the ways that you can actually identify you know a toxic friend would be how do you feel after hanging out with them if you question yourself if you feel good at the end of the day if you feel you know up there and whatnot then maybe you know maybe that is a good friend yeah but what i mean by that is you know there's been moments where it's like maybe i shouldn't have done that yeah that's true you know what i mean maybe like like uh, that, that probably wasn't the best decision and it's funny now that i think about it because friendships like back in the day that i had versus like the ones that i have now totally different experience different outcome different like i feel like now you know especially with like our church friends right when we're hanging out and we're just having a good time laughing you know being dumb too but it's like at the end of it a lot of times we end up talking about like such deep like spiritual topics and then when we leave we're like wow like you know we start thinking more but you know it's it's always like a positive outcome at the end of the day you know you feel good you feel like wow we really you know we have this mature friend group that we can really be open about so many different topics but we're learning off of each other yeah. you know totally different than like hey you know i'm gonna go out for the weekend and i'm gonna go do this and that and then now i'm just i'm empty and i'm broke and you know it's just all these bad decisions were made i actually agree with you um even when we leave, even for me, when I leave the pod, I mean, I'm sorry, not the, the podcast. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> when I leave the the Bible study, you know, I feel good at the end of the night. Yeah. I mean, you we know? talked about it so many times. I'm sorry. I, ooh, I don't mean to cut you off, but like, I, I just, you know, I can relate so much with that because the amount of times that we finished Bible study, we were like, wow, that just felt so great and like so empowering. So yeah, it, for yeah. sure. Yeah, and I mean, you don't have to have a Bible study, right, to, to feel good at the end of the night. It's just the point of this is is to feel good with the group of friends that you're with. If all you're talking about is drugs and sexual relationships and, you know, just straight up, you know, trolling street nonsense. If that's all you're talking about, and I'm talking for the Christians, I'm talking for non-Christians because, you know, ain't nobody a saint here, right? Mm-hmm. If that's all you're talking about, then... You know, think about it. You're not really edifying yourself. You're, if anything, you're just moving back yeah. when you should be moving forward. Yeah. I mean, it's just in general, it's like, like you were saying, Christian or non-Christian, it's like, let's, let's take, you know, in this specific scenario, let's take God out of the picture. It's like, do you really want to be surrounded by people who aren't thinking about self-progression in life? You know, it, let's say, you know, you want to start a business or you want to, you know, just finally go to school, but you're around people who think that education is stupid or that, you know, building your own business is impossible. You know, all of those words, it's like, it's just going to bring you down. It's not going to do anything better for you. So it really just does become around, like the people who you become around, it's like they will make you or break you. Yeah. And when she means education, I know you don't mean um education as in like oh going to college is stupid no education as in educating yourself but that's a whole you know, other thing too. because i can i was very anti-college but right but whenever somebody asked me why was i anti-college well because i like business yeah. i like 
I like to get myself and it's not about business majors. It's about, I like hustling. I like making my side money. I like starting a business. And there's a lot of dropouts who are millionaires today because they hustled in that aspect, but they educated themselves. They always said they've read books and they, they just, whatever field they were in, they educated themselves. So at the end of the day, if your group of friends don't care for any sense of education, whether it's through college or through books, or even nowadays through YouTube, to edify yourself, then, you know, come on. These are these are clowns. And, yeah, and I'm going to say, like, I know sometimes it can be a little bit tougher when maybe you were raised with someone and it's like this friend kind of became more than just a friend. It's like became it's family. Tough, yeah. It is tough, but sometimes you have to distance yourself just little by little because, you know, you don't have to completely disown this person. But if you're on a road to success, you know, it's just – be, be wise about who you bring with you. Yeah. Yeah. And it sucks because I know that there's a lot of people. I mean, I've spoken to a lot of people and I've given this advice to some people. It's like, oh, well, you know, but these are my best friends. Like, I'm not going to just like drop them. Okay. You know, I get that. But it's like, are these, do these best friends care that you're being dropped, like brought down along with them? Yeah. Or do these best friends care that you're not doing anything with yourself? Yeah. You know, and, and if, and if that's the case, you know, then then you yeah. got to do something. Yeah. You know, it's just, yeah, you don't have to completely disown them, but it's just, you know, just learn to surround yourself. Let the good outweigh the bad. Yeah. You know, because I definitely have friends that I've known for so many years and they're still around, but they're not my, like my, my, you know, the people that I'm the closest and, you know, tight with. Yeah. You know, like the ones that tight. <laughs> I'm sorry, I totally remembered this uh, scary movie three scene. <laughs> that jacket is tight, son. All right, let me. Okay, stop. go back, go back. <laughs> I'm sorry, I am a person full of references, and a lot of times during conversations, I'm just thinking about like movies or like SpongeBob stuff, like uh-huh. in my head. But yeah, yeah, yeah that's. I hope you saying. remember what you were saying though. <laughs> I was talking about. Take it away, Penny. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? Next topic. <laughs> you know, the the other thing that I want to talk about is having your guard up. And this isn't only for friendships. Yep. This is for, you know, uh, whether you're a boyfriend or girlfriend or is your best friend, quote, unquote, your best friend. Yeah. Um, or your friends, whatever it is, right? Do you have your guard up all the time for these people? How many times do you hear about people having to look through their phone? Oh, yeah. Look through someone else's phone. Yeah. It's, we're, you know, we're talking sucks. about relationships, right? Yeah, like, well, that's in a, in that sense that we're talking about, you know, my girlfriend or my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. You know, if you feel if you ever feel the need to have to look through someone's phone, I can understand if there's a slip up. You know, if there's some reason to believe and you want to confirm it, I can understand that. But but all the time. But if you're doing it all the time, mm, yeah, you're either the toxic the you're either the toxic person or the relationship you're in is toxic, and yeah. you have to correct yourself. Because sometimes, I mean, there's there's times I've spoken to guys where it's like, oh well, my girl has to always check my phone all the time. Yeah, that's insane. and I'm faithful to her. Wow, that's not right. And you know, and I mentioned whether you or the relationship is toxic because sometimes we don't notice right away that we're the problem. Yeah, you know, and there's there's a lot of people I've spoken to, and this is in the relationship, like the boyfriend, girlfriend, or engagement relationship aspect where it's like, bro, these are some red flags, man. Mm-hmm. You know, do you really want to stick around for something like this? Is this how you want to continue to live? 
Yeah. You know, and, and ladies, same thing. You know, if you feel like like you have to constantly check, then maybe the guy is the problem. But if you're checking because you want to check, because you're being possessive, back up a little bit and check yourself. And, you, I mean, you have to check yourself and you have to have an honest conversation with your boyfriend or girlfriend. Yeah. You know, because if you're feeling insecure about something and you're not communicating that or what's making you uncomfortable then it's just there's all this unspoken communication that causes you to overthink, and sometimes it might not even be that big of a deal. But, yeah, going back to where you said check yourself, I mean, for example, you were talking earlier how, like, you now realize that a lot of times it was you being the toxic person. I applaud you for that because that takes that, oh, God. that takes some guts to admit, like, Well, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of figured it out. Yeah. When you... <laughs> Because the thing is, we had the, the, right, so we have key points. But then we started thinking about it, and, and I had to think about it, right? Yeah. And I'm like, wait, I don't really, I didn't really have moments where it's like. I had a toxic friend. or I had a toxic friend. Well, because the thing is, not to sound this way, but nobody could really sway me to do anything I didn't want to do. Yeah. You get me? But Stubborn I like did it. have my moments where, wait, but I kind of messed around a lot of time. Hold up, was I the toxic person? Yeah, you know, we don't realize that because in our minds, we're always right. Yeah. You know, it. I think it takes a lot of uh, kind of waking up and realizing like, oh, I'm the wrong person right now. I mean, I'll kind of even go back to, to moments where it's like, where me and you have argued. You know, when you're in a heated argument yeah. and you just think like, yeah, I'm the right one. But if you were to really step away, sometimes it's like, Oh no, I, I'm actually wrong. Yeah, you know, but it it takes you to want to really get to the root of the problem. Yeah, so it's it's super important to examine yourself. Like, am I being toxic? Yeah, you know, am I am I, you know, maybe the friend who's not you know that others could trust. And and I'm actually thinking about it now. You know, because I'm already mentioning that I was the toxic one. I started thinking about it, and this sucks to admit too, but I can openly say I had to go to counseling. I personally went to counseling like like to kind of fix myself. Yeah. I had a lot of issues where I was being really machismo, machista, right? Machista. How do you, machista. Is that the correct way yeah, to say yeah, yeah. it? In in our relationship, in you know, in our relationship, I I had a lot of moments where I was just being assertive but with attitude and absolute and anything I said goes. I was being possessive. It was like no, your time is my time. Yeah. You know, and and I had to fix myself because all my emotions, I was relying it on only you, you know, for you to apply it. And that's another thing, you know, like don't rely on a relationship to make you happy. The only one that can really do that for you is God. If you feel like you have a void and you need to fill it with a relationship, no, it's not a relationship that you need to fill it with because that void is still going to be there. Because all you're going to do is cause pressure and 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 a lot of like uh, 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 you're going to cause a lot of disagreements and a lot of possession within a relationship when really what you need is God. The real problem. It's yeah. getting down to the root of yeah. it. I mean, just in general, like there will always be this part of us. You know, it's like this is your let's just say I keep touching this thing. Let's just <laughs> say like this circle is your heart, right? Everything that makes you happy. You know, you can fill it up with relationships with money, with, you know, vacation trips, possessions, like all of this. But there's always going to be this one side of you, like this one hole 
and nobody has access to but God. Yeah. And a lot of times it's like as that part becomes bigger and bigger and you're you're trying to fill it on with things that you think make you happy. Like you said, it's like you bring on this pressure to someone else to fulfill that for you. And that's what causes you to have these toxic, you know, uh, uh, characteristics and behaviors towards another person. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, this all kind of just goes back to like, just really check yourself mm -hmm. and, and, you know, examine yourself and be real. Yeah. You know, because it's easy to point fingers to so many other people. Oh, it's your you fault. Know? It's your fault. I mean, I'm, I'm like this because my family, you, or I'm you like gotta, this because my dad or something. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and I think, you know, if I look back into my life and I think for, you know, I speak for most people, it's like we can all stem like, oh, I'm like this because when I'm, I was younger, you know, this and this happened to me or this person betrayed me or this person this. And I understand that things scar us. Yeah. You know, and especially, for example, let's talk about, you know, those relationships, you know, where where a, a girl cheated on a guy and now this guy is filled with anger and now he's going to treat every single other girl and be become this toxic person because he can't trust no woman and all of that. And what is that person's reason is because, well, this person played me out. So not all girls. Blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And so now we justify our actions and say like, well, I'm like this because this, this, and this happened to me. You know, we all, we all have the opportunity to change, Yeah. you know, and especially if we're talking about a childhood like experience, I know it's not always easy, you know, and some things are deep. Like yeah. some people have experienced, you know, uh, you know, mistreatment from parents or the absence of a parent. But we can't go around living our lives, you know, uh, taking this one experience and blaming our actions for it. We yeah. all have the opportunity. Oh, well, I'm like this. I'm like this because of this. It's like, okay, great. I mean, well, not great, but it's like, I understand this part. You obviously need some healing to do, but you can't live your entire life blaming this one experience when you have the option to change yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I had that, and I had that very moment. You know, uh, my my therapist identified that. Yeah, maybe the relationship I had with my siblings. Because listen, I know that they're going to be listening. I know that they're going to be hearing. I love all of them, you know. But growing up, we we did have rough a rough path. We did have a rough moment where all we were just getting at each other. We were always just angry at each other, right? So that's all I lived and breathed for a long time. And attitude was just naturally flowing out of me. There was times where she would say, why are you giving me so much attitude? And I'd say, I'm not giving you attitude. This is just the way I speak. Yeah. No, attitude is wrong. Yeah, at the end of the day, the way you treat somebody, you can't just justify it with saying, well, this is the way I am. So like it or not, I'm not changing for you. No, at the end of the day, kindness is the way, love is the way, patience is the way. Yeah. And it's not fair for the other person. Yeah. You know, I mean, listen, coming from someone who did have, you know, these different kind of upbringings or just issues that kind of internalized to him, you know, I would say like, that's not fair and, and this, this and that. But I think the importance, I mean, one, I'm going to say it's, I feel like this podcast has definitely been even just a therapy to you because you have opened oh, yeah. up so much. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if anything, let's not call the 716. Let's call this Xavier's therapy. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying it. I'm saying this in the sense of like, you've just opened up so much, you know, and you have, I think, 
the reason why you can open up is because you've allowed yourself to heal, mm-hmm. you know, and you've allowed, you've, you've shed light on the issue and now you're like, okay, this is the issue. And now what can I do to fix it? Right. You know? And so at the end of the day, it's like, even as you're like, now that you've healed a lot, it's like, not only have you healed yourself, but it's like, you've, you've helped our relationship as a whole, mm-hmm. you know? So if you want a better friendship, if you want a better relationship, you know, before before pointing fingers on like the issues of like this isn't that, yeah. look at yourself first. Recognize that you might be the problem. That you might be the problem. Mm-hmm. Or recognize the areas where maybe you may have misspoke or maybe that you may have overthought something and it wasn't. First recognize that part, you know, and it takes courage to do that and to admit it. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I, for one, was one where if we ever got into an argument and I was wrong, it's like I would just try to brush it away. Right. Right. right? I was like, oh, OK, like, dang, I messed up, but I didn't say anything. And it was something that I realized from childhood, you know, that actually nobody in my house actually apologized to each other. We would just kind of throw it under the rug and then it's like. When so, about your day? It's like, so you hungry? <laughs> you know, that oh, was like right, our right, sorry. Right, right. And I realized that I dragged this into our relationship, mm-hmm. you know, but after I was able to identify that like, oh, like I don't say I'm sorry and I need to fix this. This is a toxic behavior because this is something how we get to heal, you know, from a disagreement or from an issue. So I, you know. Even though that was my reasoning, it's not my excuse anymore. Yeah. I have the option to change. Yeah. And hopefully I did. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, it, no, you totally did. And 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 it shows. Yeah. You know, because because you were able to change and because of who you are, I was able to able to also identify myself. Yeah. You know, and at the end of the day, it's when it comes down to relationships, especially within marriage, you know, the communication is key, right? But if there's a problem, identify the problem and don't be prideful about it. Yeah. You can't be prideful about it. Yeah. You know, I'm, oh, no, I, that's just her being her and her always wanted to change me because I used to think like that. You know, oh, my wife's always wanted to change me. You know, I used yeah. to think like that. But no, you go, I mean, if you really can't figure it out, I I dare you to take one day in therapy session and see what they say. Yeah. You know, you might identify something that you didn't even know was there. It happened to me, Um, you know, but moving on to the next uh, portion of this, you know, another, another trait and, you know, this can apply to uh, friendships and relationships as well is, are they concerned for you? Oh yeah. That's a big one. And that's a big one. Yep. Yeah. That's a huge one because, you know, your real friends and especially more so in a relationship, but let's talk a little bit more about friendships here. Um, the friends who really love you will care for you and will Mm -hmm. make sure you're not headed towards like this path of destruction. Yeah. You know, it's easy to find a group of people to party with, to live all your good moments with. But what about the people who are down to tell you when you're wrong Yeah, or down to tell you when it's all like, Hey, you're, that's not right. Like Mm -hmm. you really shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. And a lot of times, uh, we'll come across friends, you know, and I've caught myself doing it when I was younger. It's like, hey, you do you. I don't, I'm not going to judge you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that might be a good way to put it because you don't want to come off as a judgmental type. But know this, 
If that person's down the road towards instruction, by you saying, I'm not going to judge you, you just do you, not only are you enabling what they're doing wrong, but you're not, you're not like helping them. Yeah, you're not helping you're, them at all. You're showing no care. Yeah. And you know what's also sad? Imagine, imagine uh, having a friend where you know that they're headed towards the wrong path. You could have said something, but you're like, no, I don't, I don't want to touch that topic because that that's a little sensitive or that's a little this too controversial. Whatever. Sometimes it, we're afraid to do it. We're afraid because you know it, it's too confrontational. Mm-hmm. Is that the word? Yeah, yeah. confrontation. Well, yeah, you, you don't want yeah. you want to start a problem. That confrontation, you know. But I heard something where saying a lot of times when we just stick into this thing of like not being, you know, not confronting someone or not trying to say something is because we're so worried about what they're going to think of us. So it becomes a very selfish act of like, oh, I don't want to look like I'm not cool or I don't want to look like I'm all up in their business. But then imagine later down the road, like years later, you see them like just on the worst case of their life. And you think like, dang, I had the opportunity to say something. To, to help that person. And yeah. I didn't say something. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a really sad reality to live. You know, and it's almost like a guilt you end up going with. But in general, I think um, I think the person who loves will also be there to correct. Yeah, there's there's also these situations where, you know, maybe you might not have a drinking problem, but maybe the person you don't know the situation of the person. Right. Yeah. So a lot of moments, you know, because I know that there's Christians out there that drink because they don't find nothing wrong with it. Right. I know that they don't have a boundary to it because they say, oh, you know, it's all right. Drinking is okay. But listen, it's not okay. If you're, if you're leading somebody towards a path of destruction and you're not doing anything about it, especially if that person has like an addiction, you know, or if your sin is causing them to sin, you're just as sinful. Nothing, nothing here works for you. Nothing here is going to work out for either of you. I mean, there is a Bible verse. I can't remember it right off the top, but it says something along the lines of like, be careful that you make my people fall. Yeah. Because of you. Yeah. You know, because of your actions. And And it's true. Yeah. And it talks about something like if this is you, it's like you might as well like, like tie yourself to an anchor and go down the sea. You know, it's something along the lines of that, of like the gravity of what it is. Wow, that's actually interesting. <laughs> yeah, because it's true. It's like, you know, here here we are supposed to be an example, you know, and we're bringing other people down from us. But um, what you were going off of, like, you know, the ones who really care for us, it's true. The ones that care for you, the ones, your real friends should be the ones that tell you the hard, hard cold truth. But a lot of times as the person who is going through something, Sometimes we know who's willing to tell us the truth and who isn't. So, for example, when we broke up, um, I definitely had like a snap moment of my life where I'm like, that's it. I'm done. I'm going to go live my life. You know, as we would say growing up, vivir en el mundo. Like, (laughs) I'm going to go out there, explore my options and all of this. Um, And I know at this point, like, I know my family and like my close friends were like, would be real enough to tell me like, Hey, this isn't right. Yeah. Right. But me knowing that and me getting upset because that's not the advice that I wanted to hear. I really isolated myself from my family, from friendships and obviously from you because we weren't together, but Xavier was really one that always kept me grounded 
when it came to you know making smart decisions making godly um, decisions and you know i decided to hang around with people that i knew uh always wanted me to party with them or just go out because i know they would encourage this yeah you know so that's why you lean more towards i lean more towards them because i know if i come closer to home or closer to what i should be doing because i know the answer i know the answer wasn't to do all these actions but at the end of the day i'm here like that's not what i want to hear i just want to be wild and free and young and all of this yeah um so you know obviously those people at that time felt like my friends because they're like oh yeah they're with me they're down to do whatever but just because someone is down to do whatever with you that doesn't make them a a real friend and that's actually the next thing you know i wanted to talk about the next uh topic there is is how we act around toxic friends because a lot of times what the result is is we don't want to we don't want to re- be around good people, especially when, when we're on the path to destruction. Yeah. You know, sometimes when we break up with somebody, it makes us destructive uh, subconsciously. Yeah. In a way, because you're like, ah, you know what? I'm just going to. I'm tired I, of this. I, I need to get over this relationship, so I'm, I'm going to do whatever I want. Yeah. Right. But then you'll have family members like, hey, like, yo, you really shouldn't do that. Yeah. And instead of accepting their advice instead of realizing that they're trying to help you the first thing you say is oh, oh well you know what you like, don't i don't care me. like you yeah. don't understand what i'm going through and then you next thing you know you're not hanging around your family you don't want anything to do with the friends that are trying to help you you don't want anything to do with the, the family that's trying to help you a lot of a lot of times unfortunately parents get pushed aside for this yeah. because they're the first ones to care right if there's anything i've realized the older and older i got is that man your parents for women, your mom, man, mm. they are down for you. Yeah. And they will tell you how it is. And when you're growing up, you think like, oh, my parents, like, they suck. They this, they that. You know, they don't want to. And then you get older and then you're like, yo, my mom really loved me. Man. Yeah. She, she may have not have had the best approach to things, but that she loved me and she wanted the best for me. Like, you really end up realizing that your mom is your best friend. Yeah. Yeah. And it sucks, man. Like. Like, and especially if, if as we get older and stuff, you know, and I'm only saying this because if you're in a situation where you feel like, I don't want to be around anybody that's holy or anybody that's too good or, you know, because I want to live my best life. Right. But just be careful because a lot of times our loved ones are the ones that have cared for us. And let's say there's a moment where that loved one is no longer there. You're going to hurt yeah. because you're going to realize that that all that person ever wanted to do for me was to care for me. This is all a result of being around toxic people because they lead us down the wrong path. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times it's like they don't they could care less what your parents think of you or whatever. They just want you around for the good company. They don't want to be alone. I mean, there's that saying where where it's like misery loves company. Yeah. You know, if someone's down in the dirts. And they see someone who's doing so well, has so much potential in life, you know, and they could drag them with them. Why not? Now they're feeling like crap, but at least they're not alone. Yeah. Right. And so I have definitely come to this point where I realize, like, you know, I love my mom. She is real. She is this. And everything that she said, it's like, wow, she was so true, Mm. you know. And I think that if anything now, I get saddened at the thought of, like, wow, I really, you know, would talk to my mom this way or really not appreciate her words this way. And it 
And now I feel like it's more of like that making up of time with her, you mm. know, making sure that I get the best moments and I get to maybe not bury them, the past, you know, relationship part, but it's just, just make it better from here. Right. You know, right. if you can think about it, you know, you think to yourself, right. How, what, what have I done to the people that have tried to help me? What have I done? Ha have I listened to them? Yeah. You know, Am I still friends with them or am I keeping connections with them or have I pushed them aside? If this is you, then maybe you should check yourself. Maybe hit that person up because that person that was trying to advise you before, they only cared about you. Yeah. You know, they were only trying to help you from the beginning. Yeah, and, and I'm sure that, you know, if they cared about you before, they still care about you now and they'll understand that you were just going through a moment. Yeah. For example, me and my brother, we're pretty close. Mm -hmm. We're like, I mean, anybody who knows us and sees us acting together is like, oh, you guys are like twins, you know? And it's like, because we're always joking and we're just, me and him are like this. I mean, I don't want to talk too much about his story, but it's, you know, there's been moments where, you know, he's pushed me away because, you know, he was on a different path and it happens. Yeah. It just happens because we know we're doing wrong and we don't want to disappoint those close to us. And it actually goes back to the times in Genesis when... You know, Adam and Eve did the first sin. The first thing that they did when they sinned was they ran and hide. They ran and hid. Yeah, yeah. Right? And when God was walking towards them and looking for them, they were hiding. Why? Because they were in sin. And we tend to do that around the people that love us the most. Yeah, we, we hide from them because we're afraid to look. Uh, we're afraid about what we look like to the people that care about us most. So we get away from these type of people. I mean, from the beginning, we know what's right and what's wrong, you know? And, you know, the person that loves you will still love you. You might have hurt this person, maybe pushing, but they do still love you. You know, I think about it, like, with my brother. When I went through my experience, when he went through his experience, you know, we went months really not talking as much. We're tight as ever again, mm -hmm. you know, because those that's just the kind of love. That's just what real love is. Yeah. You know? And it's, it's a beautiful thing to have people who really care about you being there for you, supporting you. There's actually a verse. I'm trying to, like, mess around with this. <laughs> I'm not, not, I'm not used to it. it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not used to it. But there's a, a verse uh, that's found in Proverbs 27.6 that says, Wounds from a friend can be trusted, but an enemy multiplies kisses. So, you know, what I understand from this is, like, you know, a friend may hurt you, but, you know, real friendship, like there's there's ways of repairing that. But it says an, an enemy um, multiplies kisses, you mm. know, and it's like they can hurt you so much more. And in a way that's like deceitful, mm -hmm. like you don't really notice they cover it. it up with flattery and yeah, whatnot. Because when when someone who isn't good for you or someone who means bad for you, they're not going to be straight up and be like, I want to lead your life to destruction. No, it's going to start off little by like. Hey, let's do this. Let's do that. I mean, I, I was talking about like episode two where, you know, this person was all like, hey, so you want to go smoke weed with us in my lowest moment, you know, and I was so vulnerable. Thankfully, I didn't, you know, and to this day, I've never smoked anything, but I'm here like, uh, like I think back on it and I'm just like, wow, like what would have happened? Like where could my life ended up or experiences, you know, God does show grace that we can come back but you know i don't 
you know, for me personally, I'm like, it, it would be so much better if I didn't have to take the the hard road in life, you know, because even in the hard road, God, again, can save us. But it's just such a longer path, yeah. a longer healing, a longer yeah. this, you know, if you can get it right the first time, like, I know that's like expecting someone to be perfect, but learn from other people's mistakes, not yeah. your own mistakes. You know, well, I mean, you're going to learn from your you're mistakes, learn from your mistakes but, but try to avoid those mistakes and learn from others before you repeat them yeah. and do them yourself. Yeah, because you can oh. fall into a bad habit anyway. You're going to end up falling into the habit of uh, falling into the mistakes more than one time when it's unnecessary. Yeah. yeah. Um, And I guess the only other thing is how do we how do we go about, you know, fixing this in our life? How do we go about removing these kind of people in our lives. And if the, if the hangout is a bad situation, why don't you instead just be like, Hey, you know, how about we hang out? I can't today, but how about we hang out at church? So-and-so day. Yeah. And you know, a lot of times they're going to say no. Yeah. But if they say yes, great, you yeah. know, but a lot of times they're going to say no, but by you initiating this invitation to church, that's a good way to, kind of filter out in a sense but they do it on their own yeah you know and at the same time it's like do you really want to hang out with people that aren't edifying you spiritually yeah you know i i know it's definitely happened to me where been like hey listen i can't but um hey i'm gonna go to church this day like are you down to come like whatever and i'm pretty enthusiastic about it and then they're like oh yeah um i'll see and you know we always know what i see means yeah you want to become more christ-like and you want to really you know, surround yourself with people who have the same mindset. Like sometimes this is the best way to do it. Yeah. And unfortunately, you know, and, and this is, and I mean this wholeheartedly, if you're a new Christian or if you feel weak in your walk, you know. Even more. I'm sorry? Even more so, like more of a reason to really filter yeah. out. Because unfortunately your your light, you know, and I'm speaking in, in biblical analogy, your light is going to be darkened. Your, yeah. your light's going to be corrupted, yeah. you know, and it's, and it's a lot easier for you to fall than it is for them to come to church. I mean, listen, I have, I can definitely say from high school till now, I have lost friendships, but you know, could be, I mean, there's, there's could be a different, a couple of reasons. I mean, I just feel like in general people become busy and, you know, people just start to fade away, but also like, you know, it just comes naturally. Like when you start growing closer with God, you know, people will just naturally be like, oh, what's this person? They seem so religious and so like this. Um, but I'm happier now. Yeah. You know, I I, I want to say for the most part, I don't I don't really have like a toxic, like a super, you know, toxic person or or anything that I have noticed in my life. And it's just it makes you live freer, happier. I don't have my guard up. So now I don't have to worry about that. I don't have to worry about living in a world where I'm scared to be myself or I'm scared of being judged. Like even with me, within like my social media, like I know a lot of people know me for makeup, but I'm not afraid of posting like that. I worship God, that yeah. I go to church, you know, and it's so freeing. It's yeah, so freeing awesome. to be yourself, to, to not have to make this fake personality that, you know, my church friends, I'm I'm this way with them, and then with this group of friends, I'm a little different. Like, no, I'm I'm Adrian all the way around. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think for the most part, you're not any, putting on a front. I'm not putting on a front. Anybody who knows me, like, 
this is this is me. Yeah. You know, 100 percent. Yeah. And um, going back to, you know, how to kind of deal with these toxic friendships. I mean, that's one way, right? You start kind of backing away. You let them filter out themselves. Um, depending on your situation, sometimes being real with them is a thing, too. Yeah. You know, you can be like, hey, listen, um, I'm starting to change my life and I, I really don't like doing this anymore or I don't like, you know, uh, I, I don't like where this is going or I'm not down to hang around at these places. Hopefully this will lead to something positive where they'll want to join you. But if they don't, you know, I promise you, God will give you friends. Yeah. God will lead the right people in your life. This is not the only person for you. Um, and this goes both for a toxic friendship and a relationship. You know, sometimes we hold on to people because we're so scared of losing them, thinking that they're the only ones that understand us. They're the only ones that are for us. But you think the creator of this world didn't think about you when he made you? He's yeah. like, you know, I have your other person. I have your significant other. I have your friends for you. But you have to trust me and you have to let go a little bit. But it's the letting go part that's hard. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're realistic here. We know that this is easier said than done. Oh, yeah, 100%. But when you do it, you're not going to regret it. But even if you're a believer or a non-believer, even if you're a churchgoer or a non-churchgoer, let me tell you, the Bible has a lot of answers to a lot of situations. Yeah. And I recommend the book of Proverbs. Yeah. You know, I would love to list a whole bunch of lists. I would love to actually speak about the whole many verses that are in the book of Proverbs that actually help in this very topic. But because of the length of this would, uh, because of the length that this would take, you know, like how long that would take, I'm going to link every one of them in the description below. Uh, so that way you could take a look at it, you yeah. know, and, and, and it, it'll help you. I mean, we've been really diving into the book of Proverbs and, you know, there's just so many verses that talk about like, you know, people who turn away from the Bible and turn are turning away from wisdom and how much he calls them fools and like, you know, not to not to, you know, mix yourself with fools. And like I'm just all like, wow, it's like some things are just clear as day. Yep. You know, you don't have to be so so into reading or so into like, you know, uh, literature to really understand what they're trying to tell you. Yeah. And it's beautiful. You yeah. know, I used to definitely have like this thing, you know, this is younger me where i would be like um yeah the bible just talks about jesus and this but i need answers and i'm like obviously now that i'm older i'm like the bible has the answers yeah. like i'm telling you it really and does proverbs is really good to give it's like a almost like a life instructions of what we should and shouldn't do yeah but i know that it can be difficult and you start you're probably thinking to yourself like man but how am i really gonna do this you know like can i really do this or i don't know if i really want to do this but listen if this is, if it's hurting you, maybe you, I mean, not maybe you should, you should, if it's hurting you, you should. So like we said before, consider inviting them to church or consider inviting them to something that's more aligned with your faith. Yeah. Consider reading them a verse, consider something and slowly you'll realize that they'll either start, you'll either start blessing them with something or they'll start backing away from you. Yeah. A lot of times God will, God will give us the tools necessary to get out of something, yeah. you know, but I think, you know, if after this whole time of us talking, there's been someone that you've kind of had in mind that just might be the person 
you know, yeah. that might be causing you damage. Because no. we know. We know. A we lot do. of times we know and we just want to hold on to the, to a certain that, and someone. It's that comfort. We want to hold comfort. on to that. but It's a know. comfort <laughs> and, like, you know, you've had all these great memories and great, like, just times with this person. But, I mean, I remember we talked about this before where it's, like, sometimes people are just in your life for a season. Yeah. You know, and seasons only last for a little bit. Yeah. What is it though? A season or a lifetime? Um, there was like a quote that you that you said a couple of times. I don't know if you can remember. It. I do not remember. <laughs> I'm, I'm so here. Sorry. I'm here. Like, what? You on the spot, like, <laughs> um, like oh. girl, what you doing? <laughs> He's giving me that signal, like, <laughs> and I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? No, but there's a quote that basically says, like, friends are there um, for a lesson, a lesson, a season, or a lifetime. You know, mm -hmm. so maybe this person was supposed to be in your life for you to realize or for you to hopefully take that part as an example and grow from it. Or maybe they're there to also change with you or to help you get over a certain part. But not all friendships are there for the rest of your life. Yeah, they're just not. It's just that's not how it works. No. And it's just we have this thing of like wanting to hold on to people. I know I'm definitely one that's like. To say that I can cut someone off, that's hard for me, mm -hmm. you know, but it's necessary. And if it and if they were meant to be in your in your life, you know, it, it they find a way back. Yeah, that's true. It, know, it's definitely happened with God us. God finds a way, you know, especially if you're meant to edify that person and you by mistake through your emotions or, you know, whatever you, you ended up cutting them off and it was prematurely, mm -hmm. you know, God will find a way. And if you're the only way to get them to go to church, then, you know, that not, that'll work out again. Yeah. You know, yeah. but yeah. it is, it is coming <laughs> to an end now. Um, we do appreciate you for sticking, you know, for this Around. long. I, I really hope that this edified you in, in the best way possible. Yeah. Um, if there's anything that you guys want to add on, maybe if there's an advice that we didn't give and you want to put it in the comments, go for it, you yeah. know? For uh, sure. But other than that. And guys, thank you so, so much for the support. Seriously. Yeah. Um, thank you for listening in. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to be vulnerable. Uh, that's not always easy. But, yeah. um, you know, we've come to realize that, you know, we can bless other people by being vulnerable and by shedding light on some of our mistakes, some yeah. of our life experiences. Yeah. You know, I think uh, I think sometimes God allows us to go through things. And where the devil might well, try to take you down with it, God's all like, no, like this is going to be your testimony yeah. now. Yeah, 100%. You know? So I'm I'm just, again, I, I know I keep saying this, but I really am excited to do this. I'm so happy we're doing this together. Yeah. It's been, uh, <laughs> it's been cool. And I think we're getting a little bit more and more comfortable because in the beginning I'm like, oh my gosh, like we're doing this. Now it's like, oh, so we're going to chat today? Cool. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We're just sitting down and going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but all right, guys, I'll see you on episode four. Again, you thank guys. you. And if you haven't subscribed, please subscribe now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do <ya>. it. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>